Hello, my friends. It is the final episode. Can you believe it? Of 2012 of the Rise to the Top. Holy crap. Another year has gone by. I want to talk about that in a second. But first, I want to just give a quick shout out to our sponsor, GoToMeeting. I want to thank them so much for yet another year of awesome sponsorship. Without them, you know, it, it would be literally impossible uh, without Citrix Online. I mean, to really do the Rise to the Top. Well, let, let's just be honest. I could do it. But you know what? Wouldn't generate any money, and that wouldn't be good. I'd have to stop. You know, I'd have to live out in the streets or something like that. So I want to give a, a, a thank you to Citrix Online, and, and I want to talk to you guys in a second, and a big thank you to you guys as well. But uh, please check out GoToMeeting. Head over to GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and then enter the promo code RISE for 45 days free on me. It's the easiest way to have online meetings face-to-face, -face, on webcam, not on webcam, via PowerPoint, whatever you want to do, head over to gotomeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and the promo code RISE, 45 days free on me. So I just want to take a, a quick second here as, as we wrap up 2012, and, uh, you know, really... Thank you guys for, for tuning in and, and enjoying the show. And Oh, I forgot to do my intro, by the way. This is David Simon Garland, if, in case this is your first episode of The Rest of the Top. And you're like, well, who the heck is this guy? What is he talking about? Uh, so, you know, I just want to thank you guys. I mean, it, it's really been an unbelievable year. I hope you've had an unbelievable year. And, you know, whether you've taken some, you know, small bit of, of information and used it for your business or just for fun or whatever it might be, uh, you know, with the rise to the top, I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you for, for tuning in and spending, you know, time with me. It's been fun to hear from everyone about, like, how you listen or watch the rise to the top. It's, it's really interesting to me. So, like, we've had people that have done marathons, triathlons with the rise to the top, listen in the car every morning. It's just very, very cool, and it's super, super humbling. So that's my uh, little PSA service announcement for the day if you will. And, and, and what can we look forward to in 2013, you know, as before we get to Yannick Silver here? And, you know, really, I think the theme of the year, and this could, of course, change as we adapt it, is really new media. You know what I mean? And I know that's funny. You're like, what, well, new media? It's not that new anymore. But I'm telling you right now, there's such an unbelievable opportunity to, you know, create your own media platform and, and stay up to date with the cool stuff that is going on with web shows and podcasting and blogging and all these different kind of cool publishing platforms we're having going on. And, you know, I, I was actually speaking with a few people the other day that were very, very unfamiliar, you know, with a lot of things that are happening online and they're, you know, kind of newbies, if you will. And I was just telling them about how exciting it is to be able to create your own platform, you know, and talk about something or write about something or whatever whatever medium you do or make videos about something that you're super, super passionate about, you know? And, and some people, uh, you know, turn these into amazing businesses. Some people, you know, use this as a compliment to their business. Some people, you know, and, th and this is something that I think is important. Some people are going to create amazing content online and never worry about making a nickel from it. You know, just do it for fun. Um, you know, I'm telling you right now, I'm doing another show next year on top of the rise to the top. It, it's going to be information soon, but it's really just for fun. It's just literally for fun is the number one reason that, that we're going to do this new show. And I think you guys are going to enjoy it as well. It's going to have nothing to do with business, nothing to do with mediapreneurship, nothing to do with new media. It's going to be uh, completely different. So um, I'm excited about that. But bottom line is next year, I just, I just think it's a very, very exciting time and and it, as stuff becomes more mainstream and stuff becomes um you know easier to create uh people are really really still getting to the space and actually someone came up to me and said well hasn't the ship already sailed if i haven't created a web show or podcast or blog or something like that by now is the ship sailed no 
I mean, like, the ship is barely out of the harbor. Like, unless you can't swim at all, you might have to take, like, a couple strokes and jump on the ship. But bottom line is this ship has not sailed at all for new media. We're at the beginning of this. I mean, it is so exciting with so many different cool things that are out, like Stitcher Radio and Google Plus Hangouts. And just there's so much cool stuff going on. I, I just want to encourage people, if you hear that, um, you know, at the end of this year or in the next year, and someone comes up to you and says, Hey, you know, I heard, you know, new media is over or it's too late to create something new. And, oh, every idea has already been taking on the internet. It's bullshit. <laughs> okay. It's bullshit. We are just getting started with this stuff. And, there, and there's going to be so many exciting things that are going on. And I just, you know, hope that, uh, we're all going to be in there for a really, really fun ride. Uh, whether your, you know, your goal is to, to create this as a business for yourself or complement a business or, like I said, just as a hobby and doing something fun. So without further ado, I just wanted to thank you guys again for spending, whether you spent 30 seconds with me uh, over the past year or if you spent you know hundreds and hundreds of hours like I know a lot of Rise Nation does. I just want to thank you guys. You guys are freaking rock stars. Uh, and now without further ado, here is the final conversation of 2012 with Yannick Silver. And uh, we're going to hop into that right now. Enjoy it. All right, folks. Welcome to the Rise to Top. I'm David Seitman Garland. And we've got another joyous episode with a fellow hockey player, which always makes it that much more awesome. Yannick Silver coming at us from D.C. Yannick, third time on the show, my man, I think. Third? Uh, uh, maybe. Second, at least. I'm going to say it's third. I think I made that up. But uh, welcome, and uh, how is everything in your world? Good. How many? Who's the, uh, who's, who holds the record for most appearances? You know, uh, I actually think it's three is the most, and I think Seth Godin is actually our, our winner with three. Nice. Well, and so you might have just tied him. All right, awesome. So, which that's, is critical. That's, that's good company. And and for folks that don't know, real fast, you know, and we're not even going to go into this stuff, but you know, known as one of the top internet marketer, adventurers, entrepreneurs, creator of a lot of different things. We're not going to go through the laundry list of a lot of stuff. If you don't know Yannick Silver, go to Google, uh, figure it out. Um, but I, I'm curious, uh, kind of starting at this point, Yannick, is we haven't caught up in a while, we haven't chatted in a while. Um, what are you excited about now? Like, what what have you been working on? Where where's your efforts sort of been? Because you know, I always find that interesting stuff. Just having a good conversation with my good friend Yannick. Yeah, yeah, I've been uh, I've been up to a lot. I mean, uh, it's it's been it's been a great like you know couple years where I've been making this transition from just doing the internet marketing stuff to really being I think a, a lot more impactful for entrepreneurs that are doing something meaningful that might be disruptive, hopefully industry changing in their own way, and that adds some more joy and happiness in what they're doing. And really, those are kind of the three pillars that I've been really thinking a lot about is like just raising your game and your business, but also, you know, you have to do it where, where you, it creates more happiness and fulfillment for you and more impact for the for the world, hopefully. Yeah, and it's interesting because I've kind of watched sort of, you know, from afar and close, hanging out, kind of your evolution of where you've sort of gone. Yeah. And, you know... Back in the day, whenever that was, 10 years ago, or whatever that might be, um, you know, a lot of your stuff was, as you said, it was, it was very internet marketing-y. And I don't right. mean that necessarily in a bad way, but I mean, you know, you know, writing better sales pages and doing things like that, a lot of your different products that you had. And now it seems that with the Maverick, you know, what's the official name of it? Do we call it Maverick? Uh, uh, Maverick DNA is sort of the home page for everything. And then, uh, and then we have a lot, of, a lot of stuff that stems off of that. Okay, cool. So, but it seems though that you you went through this sort of shift from, I, I don't know, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, from products that sort of the goal was to do something cool but make money as well, 
Do you know what I mean? It's something that has that. It just seems that you're more passionate about it. I don't know. That that just seems, from yeah. my perspective, I could be wrong completely, but I feel no. like you get excited more about this. I don't know. I do, and uh, what, what I'm really excited about, and kind of what I've realized, what I I think I'm really really good at is uh, I'm great at coming up with unique ideas and and hooks and angles, and maybe we can talk a, a bit about that, like yeah. how to find that for for people's products because that drives what you're doing. Uh, and I'm really good at connecting the connectors and sort of instigating the instigators. And and my wife will uh, give you like a long laundry li- list of other random uh, things that that she thinks that are that are like that. You know, I'm like, oh, I like to uh, you know, I like to catalyze the catalyzers. And then she'll go off with like three or four other. Uh, I don't know if that would be verbs or adjectives or whatever that is, and just keep keep going on that. And then uh, the third thing is just kind of you know interjecting a little bit more fun and and mischief into people's worlds. Yeah, and I noticed that. And, and give us, like, kind of, uh, you know, and I'm interested in this too, sort of what the scope, and I'm not talking about, like, past businesses, but kind yeah. of your different things that you have going on right now. Because you, you have the Maverick. Yeah. So first of all, later on, we're going to talk about Underground, which is the, the big event that you hold every year. But what are kind of the different things that you're doing with the kind of the Maverick brand, if you will, uh, what's going on here? Yeah. So there's really three main hubs, uh, and it all... Startup stems from this group called Maverick 1000, which the idea is to bring a thousand game-changing entrepreneurs together that want to support each other's biggest business goals and impact the world in some way. And these are uh, founders of million-dollar to hundred-million-dollar companies uh, who are really leading experts in what they are, industry transformers, and 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 in their marketplace. And so bringing them together is that network and networks that I was talking about. But from there, it leads to a lot of other things. And the other two hubs are the educational hub, where Underground falls under. And then the third one is this ideation hub, which is like, you know, just almost like this idea incubator spot. And there, there's a lot of interconnected pieces between those because we want to bring together, we want to take the, the education from these guys and gals that built really great businesses and bring it to the emerging entrepreneurs uh, and, and really show them how, how somebody's actually done it. And that's the Maverick MBA. That's what, what will be the online learning portal at some point. And that's what Underground is about a bit. And then the ideation part is really matching together these entrepreneurs that have great ideas, that already have distribution and, and reputation, and putting them together with somebody who's graduated Maverick MBA or, or has learned kind of the business strategy that that collective wisdom brings together, and, and that's that's where I get really excited about. Yeah, it's cool, and, and it's interesting. I, I want to talk about that shift just for a second because I think that as I get caught on this cord, I've done this like three interviews in a row, I get caught on this cord and I almost fall over. It's fun for everyone. Um, is I want to talk about the shift a little bit because it seems, and it seems to me what I see, right, is that yeah. it was sort of like, I don't know, Yannick Silver, make money, dominate with internet marketing, kind of make money online guy, and I don't mean that in a negative, okay, to the shift where it's more now about this sort of disruptive entrepreneurship. Do you know what I'm saying? Or, or is that, I mean, you know, kind yeah. of that thing. And I'm curious, for, from your perspective, was there like, was that like a shift that you woke up one day and you're like, God, I'm burnt out on this other stuff, or God, I want to do something bigger. I want to not just be like talking to the only the kind of make money online people. I want to move to these other disruptive kind of things and people changing industries and people doing really cool stuff and people giving back. Was that something that you just like decided one day, like woke up in a cold sweat and you're like, let's do it? Uh, I think it was definitely an evolution. I think it was, you know, I, I don't think I was ever 
hardcore make money on no and i didn't mean that i meant more of who your audience was that's what i kind of mean like there was a lot of people that followed you i would say were more internet marketing types and now i think it's not just the internet marketing types i think it's a broader yeah i I think the funny thing is if i look back in junior high like i was always you know i feel like ferris bueller was one of my heroes but he was like friends with every click and that was sort of what i was (laughs) i was never deep in any click and I'm doing almost like the exact same stuff right now, like hanging out with the Burning Man crowd one weekend and then hanging out with the, you know, we'll go on Richard Branson's Island one week out of the year with the Maverick group and then hanging out with this other group. And it's, you know, that to me is really fascinating. But but there was for sure one point about five and a half years ago when I woke up making a great living and I looked at my life, I'm like, I don't want to do this for another five, 10 years. I don't want to be known just in, in the internet marketing world. And, you know, it, it, most people looking from the outside would be like, you know, you're crazy. You got this great income that you're making. You have an amazing family, great reputation, but I, I just wasn't totally happy. And, you know, that's why I, I definitely would recommend journaling. And, you know, I got, Whoa, that's like some beautiful mind stuff there. What, what do you got going, what do you got going there? I, I doodle a lot too, but yeah. So actually you can see a little bit of the development of the, uh, the ecosystem up there. Which oh, is wow. Yeah. And so I literally wrote down everything that I was passionate about, and it was stemmed from experiences, adventures, entrepreneurship, uh, you know, creating an impact. And there's probably a list of, uh, you know, five or six other things, and, and really just just in your journal, just thinking about it. And I made I made a lot of mistakes because uh, maybe we can, we can talk about that. That might be in, Yeah, in- hop, hop into this because I, I think this is a great thing to talk about because this is such an interesting topic. Yeah, you know, I, a lot of people are like, okay, you know, you're Yannick Silver, you're on top of the world, and, you know, you, you just kind of have the Midas touch. And so I went into the first idea that really stemmed from it was this thing called Maverick Business Adventures, and it's kind of going to be reborn maybe next year in a slightly different way. But Oh, and this is where, like, people, would, you'd go to, like, Baja Racing or do different things with a group, and, and people would pay, like, a fairly high-ticket price to go. Is that basically what it was? Yeah, exactly. So... You know, I always looked at, okay, what's the business model for it? And I, I couldn't see how to make just the adventures work by themselves. So we tacked on a membership component. But the membership was very nebulous. It was just kind of like, oh, you'll you know, be part of this group. But it was never really exactly what, what they got to it. And so a lot of times you have either a lot of time or, or a lot of money. And so we, well, not we, but me, I, I threw a bunch of cash at this business because I was so excited by what, what I thought it could do, and it was kind of combine business adventure with philanthropy. So right. you know, the foundations have never changed, but the execution of it and the business model has changed. And you know, I ended up hiring a guy for hundred twenty thousand dollars to work on sponsorship for me. Um, I hired you know somebody else to do this, and I brought in you know all, all sorts of stuff because I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do it right this time, and I'm yeah. gonna. But and I ended up spending about four hundred thousand dollars on this dream of what I thought it would look like without getting the business model really, really right and without really, you know, just figuring out what, what was going to happen. And my wife, mm. what, Missy was like, all right, well, <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Right. Because the, uh, you know, the publishing side of stuff, the educational side was, was going down because I wasn't focusing in on that. And so it, it was, you know, it, it really required me to take a good hard look at what I was doing, what our payroll was, who who was necessary, uh, and um, you know, I, I actually made a, a really hard decision. Uh, it seems a little bit trivial, maybe, 
but I uh, ended up selling my Aston Martin to pay for payroll one month. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I was like, God damn, that sucks. Right. Because that's and, something, right. I mean, that, and that was kind of, uh, I, I know that you enjoy that kind of stuff. So, I mean, that, that's like a right. direct impact, you know, yeah, for sure. That or or uh, give up my ticket on version right. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that because, you know, that, that doesn't make sense. And, and you know, the, the car, I, I really wasn't using it too much anymore. So, so it's been it's been one of those things where I'm like, ah, you know, it, I really didn't didn't really need it that much, and uh, and so you know that that was like one of the turning points where I'm like, all right, well, I have to get this really straight and and go back to some of the basics that that you know, and and then playing with the business models, and then that we changed up to a much more structured model for the group. We changed to a monthly membership fee and really focused back to the fundamentals. And one of the fundamentals I always talk about is delivering 10x to 100x in value for, right. for anybody that you serve. And while I think we were doing it, I don't think we were really structuring it in a way that they saw it and they looked at it as just like a big adventure and a big fun trip. And that is, you know, they could take it or leave it, it might not fit their calendar. But so we've really changed that group into this Maverick 1000 group, which is much more of a global network mm-hmm. as entrepreneurs. And, and now we're, we're profitable again. And things are, uh, you know, really, really on that upswing. That's cool. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting shift in general. And and you know, thanks for sharing that. And and what's interesting, also to me about this, um, is that juxtaposition. Like you showed out your little beautiful mind journal there that you had going on. And by the way, it reminds me of my dad. My dad, he has. Uh, He's gonna kill me for saying this, but oh well. He's got this yellow sheet of paper that he's had since he's a little, like I was a little little kid. He still uses it. It's his entire organizer, and yeah. it's one yellow sheet of paper. And he writes it about a size one font on this thing, okay? But he knows every every single thing is on there that you could possibly imagine. He brings out this little paper, and you look at it, and it's like. But he's like always like if someone finds it, they're gonna have no idea what it is, and no one will know my secret. So he's got this whole thing about the paper. One time I'll get him to show it on the show, but um, be that as it may, on that side note. Um, there's that line between the making a living, right, and doing something you're passionate about and blending some stuff together a little bit, hopefully. And I want to talk about sort of your philosophies with this and what you've learned because here's what's interesting, looking from like sort of an outside perspective of what you've done. People could say, well, Yannick, you know what? Okay, I understand. Like you made this shift and you did this kind of stuff now, but you are at the luxury to do some of that because you've been very successful in some other areas, you know, and, and you've made a lot of money in a bunch of different areas. And now you can kind of take your, your, your sort of all this stuff and put it into something that you're extremely passionate about. Looking back, you know, or some, or not necessarily looking back on you, but for someone else that's maybe at more the beginning phases, you know, What's sort of your philosophy on walking that line between getting the notebook out and finding these passion, these things that you're so excited about versus, quote unquote, finding a way to make money? Yeah, I, I think that's a great point and, and one to really go back to because I was, that, that's sort of that, that super double-edged sword, the really sharp other edge of the passion is right. that you're so blinded by your passion and what you want to do that... You're homeless. Yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're, you know, you're not you're not like listening to the marketplace and the marketplace is going to tell you if you're on the right track or not. And for me, it was like, well, okay, well, we're going to make an investment. You know, we're going to pay X amount of tens of thousands to bring in these different celebrities. These are in business icons and so forth, because those are investments into what we're building as a brand and, and doing all these other things that are investments. But if I had said, okay, I got 
$25,000 or $10,000 or $5,000 to make this work. I would have done it in a whole different kind of way. Right. Uh, but, but I'm, you know, so, so, so excited and passionate about it that, that it took me a while. And, you know, the universe sort of hits you on the head multiple times and, and each time it's going to hit you harder <laughs> until you finally realize, like for me, $400,000 is enough to sort of pay attention. Right. Uh, for, for somebody else, you know, maybe $4,000 would be enough at, at that point to pay attention. And so it's, it's nice to, you know, one of my Maverick rules that I didn't follow at, at this point was to make sure that, that you're not simply throwing a bunch of cash at right. what you're, you know, to have that startup mentality and, and creativity is more important than, than cash. So unlimited cash is usually a bad thing for, for your business. Uh, so, you know, having the, having the bootstrapping mentality is going to serve you way better. And then as people are evaluating what they're passionate about, it has to intersect with marketplace demand. It has to intersect with, um, a viable business model. And, and that's, that's really important. And, and it also has to be hopefully something that you're, you're good at and, and you really enjoy. But if your passion is in there, it's going to make sense. I mean, you know, you and I are both passionate about hockey, but we're not going to probably get paid to play hockey. Right. No, yeah, not right. We, well, we we want a gift card for winning our league, but I don't think it's gonna. I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily going. We already spent it, and we spent more than the gift card, so it ended up costing us. But I, I no, I understand exactly what you're saying there, and that brings up kind of this kind of sort of next topic is that, you know, you wrote something, and uh, you wrote this when you were coming back on a plane, uh, right from from Richard Branson's island. You wrote the right. 34 Rules of Maverick Entrepreneurs, which is what, 2008, somewhere in there. Is that when uh, you wrote it? Sounds, yeah, it sounds somewhere like, on there. Yeah, two thousand eight. And I gotta tell you, Yannick, seriously, and I, and I mean this. I don't know why I picked it up. Actually, you know what? You know why I picked it up? Because you sent it to me. Now that I'm thinking <laughs> about it. Um, and 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 you know, I gotta tell you, I love this little book. I mean, it's thirty four quick little rules, and and I'm not I'm not blowing steam up your butt here because I seriously think it was very very well done, and it made me think about a lot of different things, and actually changed a lot of the ways that I do business and think about things. And I thought it was very, very good. And I want to encourage people not only to check that out, but maybe we could talk about a couple of my quote-unquote favorite rules here um, because I think it, it impacts a lot of people that are listening to this as well. And I love this one. You talk about that you get to make the rules for your business, okay? And you yeah. don't let the industry norms dictate how, uh, how you'll work or who, and I think this is even more important, you'll work with. So why did you come up with that rule? Because I want to tell you how it impacted me as well and, and kind of get your thoughts on it. Yeah, so, you know, you mentioned, you know, going back from Richard's Island. Um, so I've been lucky enough now to spend about four weeks with, with, with Branson, uh, with, with that Maverick 1000 group and my buddy Joe Polish, who we put on the event with. And that was, I think, after the first trip there, I was really inspired because he's my biggest business hero by far. And so I, I was, you know, got a chance to spend some time with him and just see what he was doing. And I'm like, all right, well, let me maybe try and, Put together what are maybe ten rules that he's used, and then I'm like, what are, you know, what what have I used to create financial independence for myself? And it literally turned into this these thirty four rules, and uh, I'm actually going to revise it probably in the next couple months. But oh, cool. They, uh, but they're you know they they are still definitely like I get a lot of people that are like ah, I love you know I love your rules I love you know number twenty two I love number eighteen I, I don't remember them by heart like which number is which. But the, the ones about the industry norms, I think people are so tied up in this idea that th that's almost like so myopic about what they see. They're like, okay, well, my competitors are doing this and this one's doing this. So, you know, I'm going to do this a little bit better. And that's, 
yeah, that's not the way to differentiate yourself in any way, shape, or form. Uh, there's a cool book called Different by a Harvard professor, uh, Young Moon uh, Me, I believe, or Young Me Moon, but the title is called Different, a Harvard professor. And in there, that book, you know, she makes a great point about companies that really stand out totally accentuate their different points. Right. Like, like they, they make it a point, like for Mini Cooper, it's, you know, they're not out there trying to sell big old SUVs. It's like small is beautiful and they're really quirky and funny. And uh, you know, like most, most companies would look at what other competitors are doing and look at like two or three other kind of competitive advantages. And they're like, well, okay, well, we're going to get better at that. And they'll sort of create like a 75, 80% mediocre, maybe above average version of whatever right. their competitive advantages. And it just turns into this sort of bland nothingness. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah, so, you know, the, that's the other thing is that you get to make the rules, right? So then you start looking at your, your business. You're like, okay, well, you know, I don't want to have a big team. So what, do we, what does that mean? So we, we need to have more leverage or we need to have technology work for us. Or I don't want to, you know, I don't want to work with X, you know, X sorts of people. They say just annoy the crap out of me. I don't want to work with, I don't know, pick an industry or pick a marketplace. And for some reason, people think, okay, well, if someone's saying yes to whatever I'm offering, we have to accept it. And that's absolutely not true. Right. No, you know, it's interesting, Yannick. And how, while this impacted me, it was way back, actually, the same year you wrote this, so 2008. Um, I was just getting the show going and I was doing uh, some speak. I was trying to figure out back then kind of doing some speaking and a little consulting stuff, which I don't like doing the consulting or anything like that. But I was trying to figure it out and I went to a conference, you know, where it was like more for speakers and stuff like that. Just tr try to learn what was going on. And this was exactly the trap that I fell into. Everyone came up to me, you know, at this thing and they're like, you know, who you got to speak for or to or, or consult with or whatever are the companies that have money. So you got to. Corporate people are going to be – corporate companies are going to be your clients for everything that you do. And I, this was hammered into my head, and I came home, and I was like, okay, well, I got to figure this out. Little I know, you know, I don't like working with those people at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, meaning like at all. Like I love working with, you know, creative, interesting entrepreneurs on different things. And it was funny because you can let that stuff blindside you if you, if you just don't – you know, you can always go a different direction, I think. And, and it's right. just that – I'm glad that I was able to stop that. I tried it, but it was like sucking my life out of me. You know what I mean? Working with this kind of stuff. And I think that was why this rule impacted me so much. Yeah, and a corollary to that, or, or maybe just a way of also thinking about it, is I think the difference between kind of the scarcity mindedness and abundance minded. Right? Because it's like, okay, if I'm feeling that I need to accept everybody as my customer, right? And then you're really, you're actually operating from a, uh, a viewpoint of scarcity at that point. And it's, it's like, okay, well, because thinking that if I really narrow down my focus or I decide I'm not going to work with this certain group or, or this certain group that there won't be enough out there. But the thing is, you know, most people, if, if they're given the chance, I mean, who are you going to have brain surgery with? Like a, a neurosurgeon who specializes in, in a particular type of brain surgery or are you going to go to the, the doctor who's like, well, you know, I can do this. I can also adjust your back and, I, you know. Hey, I'll give you a foot massage at the same time as we're doing some brain surgery. And it's, you know, it's just a, a no-brainer. Right, right. And it's just, um, so I wanted to thank you for that, and I want to encourage people to check that out as well. Uh, I want to spend the last couple of minutes, Yannick, and I know we could go through a million different rules and all these different things, but I want to, I'm keeping it tight today. We're, 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 we're going to stay tight with our, our uh, conversation. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Underground. 
in okay. 2013. So, and I want to give a little backstory on this. So, Underground Nine is coming uh, up. Uh, what are we? End of February, early March. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's February 20, uh, 28th to March second. All right, you can see my uh, awesome note taking there. I didn't have the dates written down. Um, is so I got to tell you, I don't go to a lot of events um, because not because I'm lazy, because uh, I know events are awesome, but I like staying at home. I'm just like I'm a homebot. You know what I'm saying? Like I like to stay and I don't go. So last year. Uh, I came out to Underground, never been, you know, I'd heard it was awesome, and I had just come from two other conferences that should remain nameless that I was, like, forced out to that I did not like, and I'm not going to name them or whatever, but I got to tell you, the atmosphere at Underground was awesome, like, just meeting the people that are there, um, the speakers, the kind of, like, quirky nerdiness of the whole thing, and I mean that in a good way, um, it, you know, it, it really was an awesome event, so I, I, I can totally vouch for it, so... For folks, though, that don't know a ton about it, um, tell us a little bit about what's going on and sort of the idea behind it and, and what, what's going on this year. Yeah, so it's going on nine years. The idea was originally literally jotted down on the back of a Delta boarding stub when <laughs> me and my, my buddy were in a bar. He was talking about how much he hated internet marketing seminars uh, because they're all just one big pitch fest for oh, people making money sucks. and how to make money on the internet. And he's like, you know, a lot of people. He's like, why don't you create something that has actually real people that are out there doing it and not just selling stuff on it? I'm like, all right, let's try it. And uh, and that's how the underground was born. Um, and and ever since that first one, there's always been a unique sort of theme to it. It's very experiential. Like we change up the theme every year. This year it's uh, Go Go Gadget and the idea, or Inspector Gadget. And the idea is that we keep it a lot of fun because I'm a big believer in that. If you're going to meet somebody at an event, there's a different kind of relationship versus if you meet them at a, at a place that is actually an experience or or something that's more engaging than than a typical seminar or, or workshop maybe. And so we we have a lot of fun with people there, and it's become probably the premier or maybe you know at least top three three for sure of of the online entrepreneurial world. Uh, so not just you know internet marketers, but the online entrepreneurial world for the networking or that happens there because more than half the audience is out there. They're real players. I mean, they're making yeah. six, seven, eight figures, uh, some even more. I mean, we get some of our best speakers that are literally sitting in the audience and come up to me and tell me what they're doing. They're like, oh, I got this $40 million business doing this. I'm like, oh, all right, well, maybe you can come speak next year. And so we bring in all these unique people that are out there just, just doing it. And uh, actually, this year we got two people that are um, – that Mark Cuban has invested in. So, oh, wait a minute, and I know this because uh, I don't, tell me who the second one is. The first one is the cat dude, right? The, I want to draw the guy who's like, I want to draw a cat for you. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just just Google it or something. But or, yeah. or we'll give you the link to 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 the event here in a sec. I got an affiliate link, but well, we, go check it out. But that's that's one of them. That's one of them, and another guy is a uh, is an SEO specialist who sells stand up paddle boards. And oh, okay. I remember that one too. That was yeah. good. I'm a huge Shark Tank fan, so that's why that's why I yeah. know it all. Yeah, exactly. So you know, so you know, we, we keep it really interesting in that way. We have uh, we have uh, a young gal who's her and her brother started essentially a social, a social networking site for for uh, high school and college kids, and turned into my yearbook, which went from like zero to I think twenty million dollars in maybe a year and a half. I might have my numbers slightly off, but but you know. 
these. So really, we have a really big, broad range of spectrum of, of people that we bring in, and that's that's the whole point. Is Ramit like, Sadie's going to be the keynote, right? One of the keynotes. One of the keynotes. Uh, Ramit, dapper dressed gentleman that he is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he's going to probably wear jean shorts. We'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'll teach you to be rich. I mean, he's uh, he's you know just killing it with his blog and his books and the way that he's been able to get media appearances and you know Ramit's uh, one of my buddies and he's like, dude, you cannot, you can't record me. I'm like, that's fine. He's like, I'm gonna tell stuff that you know I, I don't want on the record. So some some of the attend or some of the speakers are like, okay, we gotta, we gotta go off the record here on, on certain stuff. So they um, you know they they really come out as a personal favor for me or because they're a friend of a friend and that's how we've been able to get such unique people every every year yeah and I'm still waiting for my invitation by the way but uh, on that on that note um, it, it's funny though uh, you know a lot of conferences what ends up happening and I know this you've seen this from your experience around Yannick is you go and you're all excited whatever and then you start just kind of schmoozing in the hallways you know, and that's all you do. Like, you, you don't go to the sessions because right. you just end up – I mean, let's just be honest. That's, that's what happens to a lot of things. Not the case necessarily at Underground because I, you, you end up, like, actually wanting to go to the sessions. I know that sounds, like, very obvious to right. certain people, but to me that's not so obvious. Meaning because I guarantee you when I go to, when I go to events, I'm always like, I'm going to go see this guy and that girl, my two, you know, speak, and then I'm going to go – you know, I'll have a martini in the hallway or something, and, 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 and you hang out and whatever. But this one, it's almost like the content is quality, and you know you're not going to get pitched on some ridiculous anything. Um, and what I also notice is that a lot of the speakers uh, choose to give away something cool. Like, I, I did, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, give a special link or something like that. So, I, I mean, I, I can vouch for the content, and you know I don't vouch for a ton of stuff like this. So, uh, I'm a big fan of Underground for sure. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, you know, hopefully we'll see a lot of uh, rest of the top listeners there. It, it it is a really unique marketplace and opportunity and event for people to connect. It's a uh, it's an amazing spot if you're really serious about trying to get your your business using the internet or or leveraging the internet in some way, or if you're already doing something big, it'll take you to the next level for sure. I mean, you'll you'll find partners there. You'll find uh, you'll find people that can drive media for you. They'll, you'll find. I mean, it's almost like you'll find anything that you're looking for uh, as long as you go there with some clear intentions and a little bit of an open mind and and the willingness to put yourself out there and be possibly a little bit goofy. We every year we do have some sort of themed party. So yeah, which is which which is dangerous in itself. So Yannick, uh, we're gonna kick the the link out to people. Uh, my special link for this it's the it's gonna be the rise to the top dot com slash underground. So the rise to the top dot com slash underground uh go check it out uh it, it's gonna it, as usual I, I i can just tell you it's gonna be i'm sure an awesome event um bring bring your nerd you got to be a little bit nerdy to go to you have to have like a you have to have a hair of nerdness in you uh, yeah. which i know everyone does that's that's listening to this so uh myself included i have more than a hair and yannick you have a full head of it so uh <laughs> all right well uh, uh this has been great my man and uh you know good luck with everything this year it was great kind of just kind of catching up and, and and talking about what uh what you've been have going on and some thoughts, and I, I, I uh, think people will enjoy this. Awesome. Thanks, David. This was Yannick Silver on the Rise to the Top. That stuff is all linked up below. I'm David Seitman. Oh, forgot, of course. Subscribe free, therisetop.com slash VIP. Get interviews like this and other stuff, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, to your email, no spam or BS. I'll see you next time. I'm David Seitman Garland. And remember, if you want some fluff, you know what to do. Go pet a bunny. And one more quick reminder, the final, final shameless plug of the year, my friends. 
Go to meeting. Hop on that trial. We want to thank them again for supporting the rise to the top in 2012. I know they're going to be back 2013, but you know we really appreciate your support. Checking them out. You know I'm only going to offer you guys and, and, and promote things that I think are going to be awesome for you. So head over to GoToMeeting.com. Click the Try It Free button. Enter the promo code RISE. 45 days. Test drive. Go to meeting. Uh, I think you'll really enjoy it.